As we begin our lesson this morning, we want to understand what just exactly does the word worthy mean. We could possibly define it this way. Worthy of something else. A deserving effort, if you will. Maybe attention or respect. If a person or something is worthy, it is deserving, uh, a deserving effort. Or it's worth something or it deserves attention, if you will. Or respect or held to a high regards, if you will. And this morning, I want us to look at some ways that it's used in the Bible in positive ways as well as negative sense as well. The word the, the Lord, we could say this morning, is worthy. There it comes. The Lord is worthy. We see in our scripture this morning in 2 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 4, we see David here rejoicing over God's deliverance from Saul. And not only Saul, but he says all of his enemies. David is recognizing the Lord, and actually this is a song in that day that delivered him out of the hand uh, of his enemies, all his enemies, and especially out of the hand of Saul. He is recognizing here that God is worthy to be praised because, number one, he is God. That same principle will apply to us today. He also goes on to say that he is our hope. He is our everything. And this morning, you and I must have that same recognition of God and understand that God is worthy to be praised and worshipped. We might ask the question this morning, why are we even here this morning? We are here because, or we should be here, of because but we love God. And we consider him to be worthy, or we consider him to have our attention or our respect because of who he is and what he is and what he has been in your life and even mine today. You see, David in this passage here recognizes God's worthiness to be praised. This morning we could ask ourselves the question, does God deserve, is he worthy of your praise this morning? I would hope that your answer would be yes. I would hope that it would be yes, he is worthy to be praised, not only this hour of the day, but every day of your life and every moment of your life. God is worthy to be praised. We speak of our blessings. God has delivered you and me out of so many conflicts, and so many uh, valleys in our lives. 
And he blesses us with the great things that are in our life now, materially and, and uh, spiritually, he blesses us. Do we actually realize this morning and come to a realization how blessed we are, not materially, because that's very easy to look around and see. We all have nice clothes, nice cars, nice homes. We have jobs, we have health physically. But have we really looked around and come to a realization of how God has blessed us spiritually? Sometimes I think we look at those things as just, well, we deserve them. Well, let me tell you this morning, we deserve nothing. We are sinners. We have always been sinners. We will always be sinners all the way through our life. But we are sinners that are redeemed and we are justified by the blood of Christ which makes us, or makes us worthy, makes us to be worthy to be called Christians. It makes us worthy to even come in the presence of God this morning. Do you realize that God is here with us this morning? He is. We are in the presence of the almighty, all-knowing, all-seeing God this very moment. Because we are in worship to him, the one who is worthy to be praised, the one who is worthy to be honored and to be reverent or respected, if you will, given the attention to, and that's why we're here. 2 Samuel 22 and 4 is read this moment, this morning. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. Why? Because I shall be saved from my enemies. Our young people sing that song. I'll call upon the Lord. And you and I need to do the same as well. God is our horn. Our might, if you will. A horn in the Old Testament days was known as a, used in battle. Protection of having power. And he is our power. Well, the second thought this morning, the Lord is worthy to receive glory and honor and power. You created all things, and, and, and we see in Revelation 4 and, and, and 11, and by your will they exist and were created. You see, our God, he's the creator. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing and He is righteous and He is just and He is our God and the only God. The only living and true God. Isaiah 45 and verse 6 says that they may know from the rising of the sun. Now watch it right here. That you may know from the rising of the sun to its setting. There's no doubt. There is none besides me. I am the Lord and there is no other. Now you think about in the world today, there are many gods to a lot of people. There are many ones that they recognize in Hinduism and Islam and, and all of these different things. But I'm here to tell you this morning, there's only one God. 
There's only one true and living God that has created you. There is one that sustains you. The one that blesses you with all the things that we enjoy physically and most of all spiritually this morning. With all that said, and we could recognize this morning what God has done for you, what God has done for me in all the aspects of my life isn't he worthy enough for us to walk worthy? Doesn't he deserve for us to walk worthy of him, to walk his ways this morning? In the book of Colossians in chapter 1 and verse 10, the scripture says to us that you may walk worthy of the Lord. Notice right here. Fully pleasing him. Being fruitful in every good work. And increasing in the knowledge of God. There's a whole lot said in those three lines right there. That you may walk worthy of the Lord. And when you conduct yourself that way. You will be fully, not partially, not just at a whim. You'll be fully pleasing to who? God, Him. And we'll be fully pleasing and not just uh, in, in, in your hobbies or, or in your work. Or He says, in every good work, every good thing, and when you are worthy of that and you're fully pleasing him in every good work, he says you're going to increase in the knowledge of God. You can't help but increase. When we are walking worthy of the Lord, when our lives and our conduct are what God would have them to be in every aspect, he says you're going to increase in those things. You know our Lord died. To make us worthy didn't he? He died upon the cross. He gave his life. He suffered. He came here and obedient as a servant. And, and he walked as an example to us. To make us worthy. You know. To walk worthy of the Lord. It calls for a different life. See, here in the Colossian letter, to walk worthy of the Lord is to live a Christian life. And I mean, this is what I mean, to really live a Christian life. Not just in words, but in deed. That's what it means to walk worthy with God. To really live that. Notice, to walk worthy includes increasing in the knowledge of God. Not merely being stagnated, but be a Christian and, and, being, and being a Christian is more than, than just showing up. 
Being a Christian is more than just saying, I'm a Christian. You see, in this passage, Paul wants these people to know or to have a full knowledge of God that they serve. You go back in verse 9 of Colossians 1 and 10. He wants them to understand and have a full knowledge of God that they serve. And in addition to that, Paul wants them to live in a manner that reflects what God had done for them and what God is doing for them. You see, the being worthy phrase at that time was used throughout the, the Asian uh, world in ancient times in reference to false gods. Actually, someone's life on a scale to show the worth would actually be illustrated that way. If someone was worthy being worthy, they have to remain faithful to Christ. And when one makes that decision to follow Christ, you and I are promising or have promised that we will walk with Him. That we, that, that we are going to live a life that is, that is uh, conduit to, to, to what His ways are. It's kind of like this. In the United States, there's basically five principles or five things that you must do to become a U.S. citizen. You must agree to obey the laws, number one. You must agree to pay taxes, number two. We really love that one, right? Number three, we must serve, agree to serve on a jury. Number four, to, to, if we're subpoenaed to be a witness in whatever the case may be, and if we're the male um, gender, on, on, and number five, we must register for the draft, and, and, and something that's not mentioned is our willingness, and we have a choice to vote. To be recognized as a U.S. citizen, those things must be in place for us to obtain to be worthy to be called a U.S. citizen, if you will. Our conduct in that manner shows our allegiance, if you will. In that same principle, there are things that are laid out in God's word that says you must meet this, you must live this, you must continue to do this to be called a citizen of God, a Christian, if you will. And your conduct, by the way people live, 